Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. You know, uh, when I was when I was younger, uh, probably my 20s, maybe my late teens, my mother and father always told me, if you're in a group of people and you really don't know their, their political leanings or anything, probably be best if you stayed away from a few subjects. One was money, another one was religion, and you know politics was a third. And I would I would venture a guess to say if they had to say over again, abortion would probably be the fourth one, because there's never there's never that's never going to work good. It's never going to be something you want to discuss it at length, because there's so many ways to look at it. And at that particular time, Roe versus Wade had already been settled, and we were we were in the midst midst of that. You know, abortion was legal in the United States. So as we you know, fast forward 35, 40 years, now we stand at the precipice of a really strange time in America. And if, if unless you've been living under a rock, you heard last night that there was a draft decision that was leaked from uh, the Supreme Court. I don't know who did it. My guess would be, now this would be, this would be paperwork, right? You see what I'm saying? They, they operate kind of like it's the 18th century at SCOTUS, from what I've understood. A lot of this is done by pen and paper, that kind of thing. It's not like you're in, the, in your doctor's office and everything you say comes out of your mouth goes on, on the computer. I, I, from what I understand, they're kind of, they kind of operate like it's the 1800s. So that means that somebody had to take this, this uh, uh, draft out of the building somehow. Now, uh, I don't know how you stop that, but this is a breach of security the likes I've never seen. Uh, the, regardless of your, your views on abortion, I think the big, one of the bigger issues here is that this is unprecedented in American history. This has never happened before, that someone actually leaked a decision that's going to be announced. They were planning on doing it in the middle of summer, and it's been announced early. And I find it kind of funny because I think chances are it was probably leaked because of the upcoming midterms. That's my guess. Now, who did this? If you had, if I had to guess, I would say Sotomayor. She did it, either or Kagan. And she may have instructed one of her her uh, uh, pages, not pages, what do they call them? Law clerk, um, well, I don't know, what do they call them when they, when they work for a uh, Supreme Court judge? It would be my guess to somebody like that. Now, is anything ever gonna happen about this? You know, it, from what I'm reading in the paper right now, Roberts is having a, a, an absolute hissy fit over this. He wants somebody, you know, found and, you know, punished and all that. Folks, that's never going to happen. That, even if you do find out who this is, they're going to be lauded as a hero to the left, so it's not going to matter anyway. Yeah, they may, they'll have a commuted sentence or they'll be pardoned or whatever. They'll, they'll be looked at as a hero for this. But I think it's interesting to note I just read this last night. It came up, I believe Politico is the one that released it. Now they're, they're mainstream media for the most part. So it's funny that, that they were the ones to release it. I would, so that tells you about all you need to know. Now if, now if somebody in the alternative media had released this, nobody would have believed it. They would have put it up there with Elvis is still alive, uh, UFOs, uh, chemtrails, uh, you know, second gunman on the grassy knoll. 
media would have dismissed it out of hand, even if the, even if it was true. You know, it'd be like the National Enquirer noting it. So the fact that it came from a mainstream media uh, affiliate or, or you know contributor would be my guess is that this was all planned. This is this was all planned. Uh, my guess is. If I had to, if I had to look at it, it had to be planned. It's kind of like I would say it's kind of, it's similar to January sixth, because you look at January sixth, which ended up, you know, they, they act like it was the insurrection of all time that we stormed the Bastille. It, that, that it was ridiculous. I've seen bigger fights at hockey games. So no, no, that's not what it was. But they they got some great pictures out of it. They did got a lot of PR. It it it. it it was a narrative that they could use and they're still using to this day. And they're going to do the same thing with this. I mean, think about it. Think about it. At last night, I, I'm seeing pictures today of, of pro, um, or no, uh, pro-choice people on the streets. And it's dark, folks. It's dark. That means they knew ahead of time. They were ready to go. They had signs done. They got their pink hair, all that, wearing their T-shirts, out on the street, uh, protesting. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Protesting. I have no problem with any of that. But the point is, there's no way they knew this. This is not impromptu. I mean, imagine, imagine this. Imagine yourself in that position. You get a phone call from somebody that says, "Oh, uh, they're going to overturn Roe versus Wade. What are you doing tomorrow?" Well, I got to take my kid to the uh, <laughs> to the daycare, and I, I got a meeting at nine. Uh, and then what about tomorrow? Well, my boy, my boy's got a ball game and you see where I'm going with this. Who can work this into their schedule to go out and protest? Now, I'm not saying you can't have, if you had a couple of weeks, maybe you could go up and protest. No, these people were out on the street immediately. They were ready to go. They were a, they were a army ready to go. They, they were, they, they had their, they had their, uh, their weapons, which are their signs and their mouths to yell and scream. And they went down to the Supreme Court and they're, and they're protesting, which is fine. I have no problem with that. They will get com- treated completely different, completely different than the January 6th people. Absolutely. No doubt about it. They will be handled with kid gloves. They can do just about anything and get away with it. You wait, you mark my words. That's exactly what will happen. Now, was it, you know, it, it will the decision if they do reverse Roe versus Wade, what's that going to mean for everybody? Will it mean that abortion is illegal in the United States? I mean, you've got you've got Biden right now calling on Congress to codify Roe versus Wade into law. Okay, first of all, before we get into the other, that's never going to happen. Cinema and and the mansion have already said. You'd have to get rid of the filibuster for that. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And what's funny is I I, I pulled this off the internet today, uh, and this is Joe supposedly saying this, or, or writing this, which I think is absolutely hysterical. It says, uh, we do not know whether this draft is genuine or whether it reflects the final decision of the court, wrote Biden on Tuesday morning. With, a, with that critical caveat, I want to be clear on three points about the case before the Supreme Court. Uh, and he, he goes on and it says, uh, we have always argued strongly strongly before the court in defense of Roe versus Wade, wrote Biden. Okay, Biden also wrote that the administration said Roe is based on a long line of precedent, recognizing the Fourth Amendment, uh, yada, yada, yada. Okay, and the second, 
Shortly after the enactment of Texas law SB 8 and other laws restricting women's reproductive rights, I directed my Gender Policy Council and the White House Council's Office to prepare options, yada, yada, yada. The point being is, first of all, he was ready for this. He knew about this ahead of time. There's no way he wrote that this morning. There's no way. So it's, it's pretty obvious that they knew this was going to happen. Whether or not somebody leaked it, when did they do that? I really don't know. It must have been last week, maybe even further back. I'm sure they've known about this for some time. Because there's no way, first of all, Joe can't write like that. And if, it, and if he does write like that, it's usually plagiarized. So just dismiss that. Dismiss this out of hand. Joe didn't write that. Guarantee it. But at the end of the day, what's this going to mean? Uh, it could be two things. It could be that it could be that they strike down Roe versus Wade. They, they call it unconstitutional. This, see, this is the Dobbs case is what this is all based on. This is Mississippi trying to limit abortion um, and, and the uh, length of time you can have it done in. And they're saying that that's, that's unconstitutional. Well, what I think is going to happen at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think they will strike down Roe versus Wade completely. What they'll do is they'll, they'll put caveats in there. What they're going to do is they're, gonna, they're basically going to kick it back to the states. That, that's, that's what I look at. That's the safe move here. It really is. It's the safe move because California is always going to have unrestricted uh, abortion. New York will, Maryland, Vermont, probably uh, uh, Illinois. It, it'll be the blue states. It, and what will happen is it will divide this country even more. Now, yeah, what, what, what will that mean? Well, it's going to give the Democrats some ammunition for the midterms. And that's what this is all about at the end of the day. It's getting reelected, just like every politician. They're worried about the midterms. So they're trying to figure out what to do. Because right now, we've got Hunter Biden's laptop, which we got the Durham probe, and we got the war or the special military operation in Russia, right? Guess what's all off the front page right now? No one cares about the price of, of uh, diesel fuel, which is $5.29 and, and, and uh, uh, average in America right now. So we're talking about the abortion issue. Something, I'm not saying that it isn't important, because it is. But it's not, it's not what happens. It, most people never address this in their lifetime. Most people never do. They, they never address this. So this is a distraction. It's trying to get the base up in arms, to try to get the women who are on the fence to vote, uh, you know, to vote uh, Democratic. That's what this is all about. It really is. And you'll have AOC and the crew. They'll be up there saying, oh, the big bad Republicans are banning abortion, blah, 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 blah. Give me, give me uh, more money. Give me millions, you know, AOC and the, and the squad. Give me millions so we can fight this, and then I'll take that money, and I'll give it to my boyfriend and uh, Elian Omar can give it to her brother or her husband or whichever. That's what this, that's what this is all about. It has nothing to do. They don't give a rat's ass about women's rights. They don't care. At the end of the day, this does not ban abortion. It's going to leave it up to the states, like it should be. And the last thing the Republicans want to do at this point, the GOP is crazy if they're going to phrase this as a moral decision. That's a bad idea. That's not going to work with anybody. Nobody likes to hear that. They really don't. Basically, the debate is about where life begins. All right? That's all, that's all it is. At the end of the day, that's what it's about.
So we need to come to an agreement on when life begins. Is it at conception? Is it when the first heartbeat? But my point is this, a typical woman, especially a young woman, and I, again, I'm talking out of my ass here because I'm a guy, so I, you gotta bear with me here. But most women know when they miss a period, correct? They, they usually do. Okay, let's say you miss a period. Would you, would you think it'd be a good idea to have a pregnancy test? I would think it would. So you have a pregnancy test, come to find out you're pregnant. Okay, so now we need to make a move. Well, are we going to have the child or aren't we going to have the child? Now, this is after a month. Okay, there's no heartbeat yet, no detectable heartbeat. Okay, so what we do is we talk to the husband or the boyfriend or whatever. We decide what we're going to do. If we decide to have an abortion, have it before six weeks. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I don't think late-term abortions, I don't think if the fetus is viable, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's immoral. I think that's wrong. I do, because that's another life that you're taking. At the end of the day, you're actually stopping a life when you do that. And, and is it the same thing before six weeks? I really don't know. I don't know. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to make a decision on when that can happen if you're going to have this. And I don't think that right should be taken away from women. I don't at any level. But there again, and I, I can hear the women in the, you know, in, the, in the crowd going, what do you know about it? You're a guy. You don't know anything about it. And that's true. I don't. I don't know anything about being pregnant. I don't have, I don't have a clue. All I know is there's 17 different birth control methods, not counting the abortion pill for women. There's about three different ones for men. So the women are basically in control of this. That's, that's how it works. I, I don't know what to tell you. That comes with being a woman. I don't, know what, I don't know what else to say about that. So here's the deal. What do I know about, about this? Very little. But here's the, on the flip side of that, who are the only ones that fight war? Men. Men are the only ones that fight in a battle. So why do women get to talk about that? And I don't get to talk about abortion. It makes no sense. This is still a part of society. This is, a, this is an issue society is dealing with. And this is my opinion on it. I'm trying to use, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to use common sense here. This, wouldn't that make sense? Wouldn't that make sense? Why would a woman wait until her eighth month, okay? Or, 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 even, or even her third month to get an abortion? Why would you do that? Why would you in any way, shape or form want to do that? That's just insanity. I, I don't think that's right. Late-term abortions, that should be off the table. If you go, if you go three months, you're probably going to have to have the kid. You can put him up for adoption I, if you don't want the child. Wouldn't that be the way to go? Maybe, maybe the federal government could work its way into that and help out there a little bit, you know, as far as, as, far as uh, uh, people uh, adopting children. This could be solved. We're, we're in the 21st century here. There, in my opinion, there shouldn't be an, any unwanted uh, 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 children, any abort, abortions in America today. There's no reason for it. There, there is no reason for it. Now, in rape and in, in incest, I, that's a different ballgame. If, if your mother, if the mother's um, life is at risk, that should all be that should all be taken up with a doctor. And there should be. I don't want. It, my bottom line is, I don't want doctors going to jail for performing an abortion. That I don't think that's right either. And I don't think the woman should go to to jail. For, for an abortion either. Are you going to call that murder? Well, I mean, how are you going to do this? This opens up so many, so many rat holes. It really does. It really does. But I think it's all going to be up to the states. I, I really do. I think, I think at the end of the day, this is all going to be given back to the states. So if you don't like living in a state that's pro-life, then you probably ought to move. Move to California. Move to New York. I, I really don't know what else to tell you. It, that, that's the only way you're going to solve this. Because you're not going to satisfy everyone. It's impossible to do.
But I can tell you right now, it's going to have an effect on the midterms. It really will. Because if you put this up, if, if you make this an issue, if Congress tries to make this an issue, or if this all goes to the state levels, it's going to hurt the Democrats. They're shooting themselves in the foot here. They're desperate. They know they're going to get their asses handed to them in, in uh, uh, November. They do. They're aware of it. So they're coming up, they're throwing everything out there they possibly can right now to see if they can't salvage something from this. Because it's, if you're in a, if you're in a uh, purple state, which is, you know, a swing state, I can guarantee you that most people don't approve of abortion. It, it, just as a, as, a, as a general rule. I feel that in most of those states, people are going, you know, I don't want it to be taken away, but I am not a big fan of it. And they're wanting to make it law where you can't die. I'm telling you, I think people are against that. I think the majority of Americans are against this. So this is going to turn out to be a disaster for the Democrats, that it's going to turn around and bite them. The only thing is, the only thing that I think can save the, the Democrats is the Republicans are so bad at what they do anymore. They could blow this up. They could ruin it. They could destroy their, they really could. They could blow it. Republicans have been known for that. They're not the smartest group in the world. They're not. So, I mean, they could do that. They could screw this up and lose it. This is a perfect opportunity for them because I think most of America sides on the side of pro-life. They just do, deep in their hearts. They, most people have never addressed this in their lives. And, and the first thing they think of is a little baby. And I, who doesn't like a little baby, for God's sakes? Use some common sense here, folks. The people out there, I mean, come on. Really? Really? You thought this was a good idea to bring this up right now. The, the, the left did. I, I, I don't think it was. And leaking this story, this is unprecedented in American history. It makes you look like a bunch of convicts, is what it does. It makes, the, it makes the Democrats look like a bunch of thugs. It's pathetic. It's, 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 it's low rent. It really is low rent. And what they, they did it because they were afraid they were going to announce it in the summer. This way they've got a little bit more time to use this as a political tool. It has nothing to do with what they... They don't care about America. They don't. They don't. Democrats don't give a damn as long as they win. And that's basically it. So anyway, that's all I got today. Hope I didn't make too many people mad because that, that was not my intention. Again, I'm, I'm a common sense kind of guy. I don't want to uh, push it one way or the other. I just want to look at it from a standpoint of logic and say, this is probably the way we should do this because it'll make everybody happy at some level. It's, it's, it's a negotiation. You can't keep everybody happy all the time. It doesn't work that way. So you try to use some common sense and we go with that. That's my, that should be my uh, platform that I'm running on. <laughs> Common sense, right? But every politician fears, right? That's the way I look at it. Okay, uh, that's all I got today, and we will talk again tomorrow. Again, thank you for listening, and if you could pass this on to someone else, I would certainly appreciate it. And we will be right back with the news. If you think he's crazy, then what do we consider the rest of the world? You're listening to the Average Joe podcast with Damon Gilbert. Welcome back. Yeah, we've uh, my my first story today is about Chief Justice Roberts. He's he's directing the marshal to investigate. This is a marshal of the Supreme Court of the United States. He's instructing him to investigate this leak, and he's you know he says this slams and is egregious breach of trust. Yeah, well, when you operate like it's the 1800s, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. There, the stuff like this is going to happen, and it, I'm surprised it hadn't happened before, honestly. And if you think anything's going to happen over this, you're crazy. It's not going to. 
So I suggest maybe you jump into the 21st century here. Why is it that Supreme Court Justice or Supreme Court cannot have cameras in there? That's ridiculous. You can hear oral arguments, you can hear the recordings of it, but you can't see these guys. What is that all about? Who cares? This isn't a trial by jury. Nobody's gonna. I think it'd be great to have uh, cameras in there. I'd like to put these people on the on the uh, uh, you know kind of press them a little bit, put them on the spot. I want to hear your arguments. I want to see your your body language, stuff like that. I I never have understood that. And Chief Justice Roberts is an idiot anyway. He's I don't like the guy. He was appointed by Bush. They thought he was a conservative. He's not even close. And the guy the guy is a sellout. He sold out on the. Uh, 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 health care issue with Obama, Obamacare. He sold out on that. I don't know if they paid him off that the night before or what. Changed his 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 mind. He's 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 a scumbag as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's see. Number two. Speaking of scumbags, Bill Gates uh, squirms when he's asked about Jeffrey Epstein. He was being interviewed. I'm not sure who it was by, but he was. He said that was a big mistake hanging out with Jeffrey. Big mistake, and he did it too many times, and he shouldn't have done that. And no, no, here, Jeff, Jeff, no, Bill, Bill, hold it. Just, just hold it a second, Bill. I, you know what your biggest problem is? You're pissed because you got caught. Don't give me that crap that somehow or other it was a big mistake. It was a big mistake. You were old enough to know better. You were old enough to know that this guy was a slime ball, okay? And you did it anyway. Because I know for a fact you're too, you're too squirrely looking and you're too weird to get a woman on a re- you know regularly okay that's not going to happen so you had to go and have sex with children basically that's what you had to do that's why you hung out with Jeffrey and now that he's dead you're turning on him they the typical typical uh, a traitor typical piece of, of crap I, I've never been a big fan of Bill Gates and by the way Bill just for the record your wife looks like a dude she does if she's a if that's a gal I'll, I'll, I'll give you a thousand dollars because that woman has all the features of a guy wearing a wig. I don't know what's going on in that creepy house of yours. I don't know if you adopted those kids or what, but I have never, ever, it always makes my stomach turn when I see her. So I don't know what you, I don't know what's going on, but you're a weird, you're a freak. So I, I think you'd be better just keep your mouth shut. You're lucky you're not in jail. And the only reason you're not is because you got so much money. And by the way, folks, that guy happens to be the biggest landowner of farmland in the United States. Yeah. He is an evil, evil dude. Bill Gates is. Don't let that philanthropy kid you. Don't let that. Don't let that. Don't be fooled by that. This guy is a scumbag. Always has been. Always will be. And he's a creepoid to begin with. Uh, anyway, moving right along. <laughs> I don't want to dwell on that too long. I, I think I got my point across on that. Uh, let's see. Next story. Ukraine says Russia's war may end in September. This is the most bizarre. A, a, a conflict or bizarre thing going on in the world today. Ukraine says that Russia's war may end in September. How would they know that? What 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 bag of, of tricks did they pull this out of? How in the world would you know that? That doesn't make any sense to me. This this whole thing has been so weird. It's like being in another dimension. I've never seen anything like it. The things that are seen as sacred and the and the the flim flam men that are running this show that I are being lauded as some kind of heroes is just beyond me. And now they come out and say, "Oh, well, Russia's going to close down in September." Oh, really? Well, you, well, you talk to Putin, and he—I I mean, you know, 
I, I don't know. How did you get this information? Somebody wrote it on a note and passed it to you, or what? What you what you uh, uh, arrested some or, or captured some some Russian soldiers and they what they filled you in on this? It's ridiculous. Oh, okay. I got all fired up about that. I apologize. It, uh, those two last two stories made me so angry. I'm angry. I couldn't. Oh, they just get to me. That Bill Gates. I just want to. Yeah, he's one of those guys you just like to grab around the neck and squeeze him till he's dead. You really would. He's one of those guys you, you just you walk past him on the street and you go, that guy's a weirdo. He really is. I don't want to go back to that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I apologize. Uh, let's see. Next story: Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema plan to uphold the filibuster. So, the the uh, uh, what little Joe wrote this morning about about Congress upholding. Roe versus Wade, that's not going to happen because you you've got you don't have the majority, and and you would need sixty percent sixty vote or I mean sixty percent of the vote in order to kill a filibuster. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Joe Manchin, Kristen Cinema are not on board. That's not going to happen. So throw that away. We're not going to be able to come up with any legislation, at least not at this date. So we'll see what happens. I don't think I don't think uh, Joe or Kristen are going to give on this one. Ah, let's see. Interestingly enough, uh, major networks totally ignored the institution of the Disinformation Governance Board. If you didn't catch that, no one's talking about it. No one. I mean, well, I shouldn't say no one. NBC brought it up for about 30 seconds on Sunday uh, in Meet the Press. That up Chuck Todd was on there with that idiot Alexandro Mayorkas or whatever. He's the head of the DHS. He brought it up and he threw him a softball and let him explain it and he's he's still standing by that story that it's not going to have anything to do with your rights or your privacy and all that and folks you remember the patriot act after 9-11 when congress folded like an aluminum lawn chair and they said oh god if you're not in, in favor of the patriot act you don't support the troops and guess what we find out later after snowden releases all his, his information we find out that the uh, national security agencies listened to every damn one of our phone calls uh, checking every one of our emails and all of our uh, uh, direct messages, our instant messaging, everything. They're listening to all of it. And they say, oh, no, 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 it's just beta. We're just keeping the beta information. And we find out, no, they weren't doing that. So I'm telling you, this guy's lying. He's lying through his teeth. Yeah. And the major networks aren't doing a damn thing about it because they think it's a good idea. Uh, Humpty Dumpty there on CNN, the little fat guy, looks like George Costanza. I'm not even going to say his name. He says it's just makes common it's just common sense to do this. No, it's not. It's a breach of my it's a breach of my privacy. You can't do this. I can say whatever the hell I want to. And if you don't like it, you can turn the channel. That's the way I look at it. Disinformation, my ass. Who's the one that's going to dis distinguish what is disinformation and what's not? Well, it's gonna be a Democrat. You wait until the Republicans get back in the office. They're gonna be crying the blues about this one. They this stands. It it really will. But nobody's talking about it. Nope, nobody's talking about it at all. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. It seems that Trump's endorsement, say you're running for Congress in, uh, let's, let's just say, Nebraska. And you're up against an incumbent or somebody who's leaving, a Democrat that's jumping ship because the, the ship's sinking and it's on fire, just like the rats do. Uh, and, and you say, hey, I, I, need, I need somebody out here to help me. Um, to campaign. Who would be the best guy to bring along? And, and you're a Republican. Who would be the best person to have in place to come out and campaign for you? 
Well, it would be Donald Trump. There's no doubt about it. There's no getting around it. He's the gold standard right now. So his endorsement is helping candidates far more than Sleepy Joe. Imagine that. Imagine that. I, I can't imagine that, but it's true. I know it's hard for you to believe, but Joe's not helping when he goes out and staggers around and, and, and uh, shakes hands with, the, I guess, a ghost and then has the Easter Bunny lead him off the, off the stage. That's not reassuring to the voters. So most of these guys don't even want him near him, and I don't blame them. That's like, that's like you don't want anybody around you that's like that because it doesn't make you look good. It really doesn't. So that's, that's an issue. Uh, and then getting into the good stuff, or at least the smart stuff, DeSantis, governor of Florida, says he's going to ban irreversible sex change operations in his state. Okay, see how the states work? I think that makes perfect sense. You don't like it? Move out of Florida. I think he's right on this one. Irreversible sex change operations for children. He's saying minors minors would he would ban that and i think that's right because you're you're talking about people in their teens that don't even know anything and and you're going to have a sex change operation based on what most kids don't even know anything about sex when they're until they're 15 16 years old so to make a decision like that an irreversible one i should i think should be against the law that's my personal opinion uh oh here's another one good one Somebody's saying that this is a, uh, a fraud tracker. I, I can't remember what her name was, but she's been involved in this for quite some time. And she says to ensure trust in the 2024 elections, we need to re-register all voters after the midterms. I think that would be an excellent idea. That's like being audited by the, um, you know, the, the Fed, the Federal Reserve being audited. It's never happened before. Probably ought to go in there and check around. Same thing with the voter uh, uh, rolls. Wouldn't it be a good idea to get the dead people off there? Wouldn't that be a good idea to make sure that there aren't double entries? I think we should start from scratch. If we can, sp if we can send almost a billion dollars to Ukraine to fight a, a war in a country most people can't even pick out on a map, I think we should be able to spend that kind of money in, what, the 3,000, 3,500 counties that are in the United States and make sure that all the voter rolls are up to date. I think that would be a wise move. I really do. And we've got a few years to do it before the 2024 election. I think that would be excellent. I think we should go back to ballot, uh, paper ballots. I really do. That would be the way to do it. The electronics need to go out the wall, out the, out the door, because they can be manipulated. Paper ballots can't. At least you have a record of it. And I think they should be, I think there should be a rule that you should have to hang on to all of the records for at least five years. Just like you and I do when our tax returns. You can't be walking around destroying this stuff. You know, we, we want a record of it. I think that'd be an excellent idea. I could solve this problem if they'd let me. <laughs> Which they're not going to, by the way. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a good one. You're going to love this one. In the UK, uh, at least in the EU, I shouldn't say the UK, they're out of that. But the European Union, starting next month, any new car that's produced in the European Union will have speed limiters on it. They will be equipped in all new EU cars beginning next month. Uh, folks, that's not a good idea. And I know, I know when the speed limit's 70, 
you shouldn't be doing 90. I agree with that. I agree with that. Why we've, we haven't had this issue. I, at the very least, they should make it 70. What's the, what's this top speed limit in the United States? Was 80 out, out in the, out the out West? Why do we have cars that can do 120 miles an hour? I don't think that's a good idea. It, it seems like a waste of time, really. But at the end of the day, it's still privacy issues involved here and freedom of choice. And I, I don't agree with this, but I can see, almost see it's the point. The problem is they're going to have electronics in your car that keep track of every single um, oh, uh, speed limit you go through every everywhere in the town. You know, so so say you're doing 45 on a service road and you pull into town, you, know, you make a left and you go into town and it goes down to 25, you're not going to be able to go over 25 mile an hour. Now, I don't know what they're going to do with police cars and ambulance and fire trucks. I guess they won't have it. But any new any new vehicle in, in European Union will be equipped with these. And believe me, folks, it's coming to the United States because because Biden signed a new bill. Actually, it was the infrastructure bill requiring automakers to equip new cars beginning in 2026 with government kill switches. Okay? Government kill switches. And what they're going to do, it's just like it's just like all other one all all good thefts of civil liberties, they're going to portray it as a safety measure. They're going to have the ability to turn your car off anytime they want to. Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. I really don't. Because for one thing, I don't understand why you don't have the ability to turn a car off. And, and I think that's what they're, they're going to try and, and twist this around so it sounds like safety. And, you know, if there's a runaway car or somebody's stolen a car, I think that's what they're going to push this as. So I'm against it. I'm against it. I guess I'll be driving my old car for the rest of my life because I have no intentions of buying a new car that has any kind of government limitations on me. It's bad enough we got catalytic converters and, and uh, um, everything else. I mean, that's all government regulated. I don't want anything to do with it. I really don't. They're saying it's going to have something to do with uh, impaired drivers, too. That's the way they're going to sell it as well. Uh, let's see. We're going to end up here. We're going to find my final story is a 2016 flashback, folks. You remember the debates? Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump were going at each other. There were days when I, I literally felt that he wanted to just backhand her. I, you know, and, and I guarantee you she wanted to poke a pencil in his eye. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was classic stuff. I loved it. And we don't see that anymore. We don't see that anymore. I mean, they, they truly hated each other. They really did at that point. I kind of I dug that. You know what I mean? Kind of dug that. I could, I could see that. Kind of made you feel good, you know, especially, you know, Trump was Trump was saying what I wanted to hear. He did. And Hillary was a crook, and we all know that. So anyway, Trump predicted back during the debates that Roe versus Wade would be automatically overturned after conservative justice appointments. And he was dead on. He got to appoint three of them. That's why Roe versus Wade is even being looked at again. Yeah, he, he got to appoint, let's see, he appointed Gorsuch. He appointed... Kavanaugh, and he avoided. He appointed Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, so those are all conservative judges that he appointed. He was dead on. He was dead on. He was he was one hundred percent accurate on that. And I <laughs> and I think that's pretty funny. That's another reason they hate his guts. It really is. At the end of the day. Ah, uh, anyway, that's all I got. I don't want to run too far over. I appreciate you listening. I do. Thank you very much. 
if you're new to this, this is who I am. I can't do anything about it. I've tried. So uh, it's May 3rd, and uh, Joe Biden is by far, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.